This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, you guys, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, the 28th of March. Today, we're gonna be talking about week four of the MomStrong International Bible Study. So stick around. I think you're gonna be encouraged. All right, so as you guys know, I take Wednesdays and I teach from the Word of God on Wednesdays, following along with the MomStrong International Bible Study. So if you're not uh, a part of MomStrong International, can I just encourage you to do that? We're coming up on 6,000 women strong over there who are are studying God's Word together and growing together as we learn what God says about different areas of our lives. For the month of March, we have been focusing on false teachers. You know, I uh, I was on Facebook the other day And I was looking up a woman who was just on the Oprah Winfrey show. I've just decided that anybody who's a Christian that goes on the Oprah Winfrey show to talk about Christianity might actually not be a Christian. I'm sorry. I know some of you guys are upset about that. But the more I I see, the more I'm just like, no, this is actually false teaching. It's it's borderline horrifying. So there was a woman uh, on her show, uh, uh, Soul Sunday, Super Soul Sunday, I think is what she calls it recently. And uh, and the first, my first um, introduction to Super Soul Sunday was when she interviewed uh, former pastor Rob Bell, who now has a brand new movie coming out called The Heretic, which is horrifying. I just, uh, someone just sent that to me and I've been reading a little bit about, about that as well. Uh, but they're what they're doing is they're moving they're trying to move the needle they're trying to move the needle of the church toward progressive theology toward this progressive leftist ideology that says that truth is subjective and that your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth but we know uh, as women who study the word of god that jesus said i am the way the truth of life no man comes of the father but by me so truth is found Uh, in studying the word of God, truth is found in knowing God because God is, in the same way God is love, God is also truth. And so that's where we want to start. So this this woman who was on Oprah's show uh, was married years ago. She actually had a blog that I followed and and sort of rather enjoyed. And uh, then she left her husband and, uh, and married another woman and tried to make it sound like it was no big deal. And they hijacked, this is my, this is the frustration that I have, is that they hijack words that Christians should be known for, like love and acceptance and mercy. And th- this is the theme of this woman's new uh, ministry to mothers. And there are so ministry. I don't even like to say that. Her new, um, her new truth, her own truth that she is preaching to women across the country. And she's in churches all over the country. Uh, she was just in the United Church of Christ in Florida, uh, talking about w- there with her with her wife, uh, talking about how we're supposed to love everything and everybody for every reason all the time. And she's right about that. We should love every every person, but not for every reason. We should love every person all the time. She's what I would call what the Bible clearly says is living a life of hypocrisy. And this is the fourth 
the fourth trait of a false teacher. And you can always tell uh, a false teacher by their hypocrisy. In other words, the hypocrisy in this in this woman's life is that she is living something contrary to what she espouses she believes. So she says she believes God's word, but she's living a life that's contrary to it, I think, uh, in order to well, in order to satisfy her own her own uh, sinful nature, which we all have. So I'm not saying her sinful nature is worse than mine, but I'm saying, wow, we need to start recognizing this stuff when we see it. So this week in the study, we focused on Matthew 23, verses 25 to 28, where, uh, where Jesus is calling out the Pharisees. He's saying, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but the inside is full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside will be clean also. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but are full of bones and dead and everything unclean on the inside. In the same way, on the outside, you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Let's come before the Lord before uh, we spend the next few minutes talking about this passage. Heavenly Father, Lord, this is a difficult uh, day and age to be a Christian and to be a person who cares about the truth of your word. But Lord, you saw that this was coming. You said this to the Apostle Paul who warned Timothy that a time was coming when people would no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching, but would turn their ears to listen to whatever their flesh wanted to listen to. And so, Lord, as we talk about the area of hypocrisy, Lord, I pray that you would help me to look for any areas in my life in which I might be uh, saying one thing but doing another. And Lord, I pray that you would help every single person who's listening to this today, that we would do what your word says and examine our own lives and see if they match up with your word. Lord, I pray for the women who are joining me at MomStrong International, Lord, and I pray that you would build up that ministry. Um, to a place where it would be a blessing and an encouragement to everyone who listens in accordance with your word. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so uh, we just have a few minutes. If you are interested in this study, you can get it over at momstronginternational.com. We've been talking all month about the characteristics of false teachers. And throughout his ministry, Jesus reserved his harshest criticism and his harshest rebukes for the most infamous group in the Bible, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So the Pharisees were basically uh, legalistic. They put religion before relationship. They were full of pride and self-righteousness. They were addicted to the approval of others, and they disregarded the ultimate authority of the Bible. And instead, they elevated tradition and political viewpoints to the level of God's written word. And this is what we see happening in the culture today with many popular quote, Bible teachers and quote, Christians, people who masquerade around as Christians and they infiltrate churches and they infiltrate families. And they basically share their view of scripture rather than God's view. So a person's view of the authority of scripture is one of the best litmus tests for determining and differentiating between a true true teacher and a false teacher. And these teachers of the law that Jesus is rebuking here in the book of Matthew, had failed this test miserably. So in the seven woes that I just read to you, Jesus is giving the religious leader seven warnings, pointing out seven actions. And uh, and he says, you know, woe to you, you teachers uh, of the law. He's, he's saying, shame on you, woe to you. You clean out the inside of the cup and the dish, but you're full of greed and self-indulgence. Then he goes on to say, you're blind. And isn't that the nature of sin? 
And I'm always telling my children, you know, the enemy doesn't care. The devil doesn't care which ditch he knocks you into just so long as you're in a ditch. And we are always in a ditch when we don't recognize our neglect of the word of God. When we when we elevate our own teaching or we elevate our own desire over the word of God, we're going to be in a ditch. So I want you guys to be thinking uh, today about some examples of core doctrine that all believers should be in agreement on. Uh, there are core doctrine that we should agree on, and then there are disputable matters. Can I just say that the doctrine of male and female is a core doctrine that we should be in agreement on, the doctrine of truth that Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. The inerrancy of scripture is something that we are taught uh, in all throughout the Bible, particularly uh, by Paul uh, in his letter to Timothy, that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. And these are things that we should be in agreement upon as Christians and stand on them as the bedrock of our faith. There are lots of things that are disputable matters that true Christians can uh, agree to disagree on. And we want to be careful not to fall into a camp of legalism. And I think in our humanness, we're prone to that, right? We we can either uh, fall into the trap of legalism or we can fall into the trap of liberty. And either one of those doesn't bring uh, glory and honor to God. So when we fall into the trap of legalism, then our lives become based on rules that don't necessarily correlate with God's word. There are convictions that God gives us, and he, and he does do that, right? He convicts us of sin. He's going to say to me, Heidi, um, I don't want you to watch this particular show on Netflix, or Heidi, um, for you, you I'm not going to allow you to have alcohol or whatever that is, and you can't prove that in God's word, but God is saying it to me. This isn't good for you uh, for one reason or another. Why? Because he knows us, because He's our he is our heavenly father and he loves us. And so we want to avoid living in the trap of legalism. And we do that by walking in step with the Holy Spirit. We also want to avoid the trap of liberty um, and to remember that the, that liberty is when we we tend to disregard our own sin nature and do exactly what the Bible says in Timothy and disregard the teaching of the Bible and instead say, oh, God didn't really mean that. Sounds so much to me like uh, the devil, <laughs> like the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Um, and as we think about uh, liberty versus legalism. I want you to think about Jesus for just a second because he got to the heart of the problem for the Pharisees. You see, there was a disconnect between their inward heart condition and their outward appearance. So they wore the robes and they and they 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 took on the position of a of a pastor and a teacher. I want you to think about uh, people that you see in the culture doing that right now. They're wearing the uh, the material outward trappings of a pastor, and I'm not necessarily talking about clothes that they're wearing. I'm talking about places they go, like the church. And they, they, it looks like they belong there. But Jesus concluded that uh, that they were not actually walking with the Lord and their hearts were far from him. He was recognizing that the inward condition of their heart didn't line up with his. And Jesus concluded these warnings with an interesting section. Uh, later on uh, down this passage, he said, how often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. We need to remember that everything Jesus did was out of love. He longed even for the Pharisees to repent and lead people to life instead of death. And so his heart for these people who are hypocrites in their lives and in their teaching, Jesus' heart for them is to see them restored. He wants them to lead people to life instead of death. Jesus went to the cross to gather his children under his wing, and we need only to go to him because in him, we find rest from legalism, rest from religion, and rest from trying to earn our salvation. Jesus wants us to walk in right relationship with him. 
and to recognize a false teacher when we see when we see him and be able to say, Father, open my eyes to the truth of your word so that I can pass that truth first onto my children and then to a generation that's watching. I want to thank you guys for listening uh, to the podcast today. I hope that you are encouraged by what we are doing over at MomStrong International. You can actually become a leader with us at MomStrong. We have uh, several hundred of you now who are hosting MomStrong groups in your neck of the woods and in your churches and in your neighborhoods. It is our heart to see women uh, come back to the word of God, whether you have children or not. Every um, woman that I know at least has influence in the life of another human being, particularly in the life of a child. So I want to encourage you, check it out, MomStrong International. You can join for free and get all the scripture writing materials, or you can subscribe monthly or pay annually to get all of the printed uh, Bible study material delivered right to your inbox. It's been beautifully laid out and very much thought through. We're going to be turning our attention in the weeks to come to a new series that we're doing called Gird Up Girl. So it's strategies and spiritual warfare. We're going to be studying the armor of God. And I think some of the things that we unearth for you are going to be surprising uh, because I think we look at the armor of God as, oh, I'm today I'm going to put on the helmet of salvation and um, I'm going to shod my feet with the gospel of truth. And we sort of put them on individually and we don't realize the holistic approach that God wants us to take to the armor of God, which we only get from walking with him daily. So thank you for listening to the podcast. And I'm looking forward to seeing you here on Friday when I've got a friend who I know is going to encourage you. So come on back Friday and let's encourage each other to walk with the Lord. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.